summer retreat home where it had wow. a golf course and a banquet hall and a cigar and billiard room where there were French Impressionist paintings. It was the first place to have toilets and electricity in the town. So it was this weird, strange little palace that popped up in the middle of the countryside. And then six years after he finished renovating it, he uh, died suddenly on the operating table from a sinus operation. So oh, no. this bubble popped almost instantly. And although it passed on along to the various family members after that, was run as a milk farm, dairy farm. Uh, and then eventually my grandparents took over, Elspeth and uh, St- uh, Stephen Mill, the same name. Uh, they were, you know, retired and in their 70s, and it was, you know, this was a big place to look after. They were living on a soldier's pension, so it quickly went into another phase, which was it kind of started to fall apart. And my grandmother, bless her soul, hung on until she was 95 and uh, had wow. a lot of cats here, 125 cats, so it became that sort of scary place <laughs> out in the outskirts where you saw a light on and you heard the story about a lady out there with cats in this strange house. And What time frame was that, Stephen? 95, or, well, 97, 97, 97 was, was when we came okay. here. But uh, just to give you a bit of backstory too, so the, so you understand how Steve's related to Loblaw. Yes. Um, the the Stevensons were the original settlers. They had eleven children, and the eldest daughter is uh, Theodore Loblaw's um, mother, and then okay. the second eldest daughter would have been Stevens, my husband's third time great grandmother. So they're kind of distant cousins. So it's all a maternal link to the Stevenson yes. family. That's why we have the last name Milne. We're not Stevensons. Mm-hmm. It's all going through the, the female um, links. So so the two boys, the Stevenson boys, didn't have any kids. So the, the name all was right. lost very early on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely got a lot of history. This place is, um, you know, just it, the, the walls could only talk. I mean, my goodness, the stories it they feel, tell. It really, truly does yeah. feel that way. And and um, how did you two lovely people meet? How what uh, what brought you together? Yeah, I stalked her at a mall. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story. So stalked we actually her at a mall. Stalked. Yeah, stalked. You stalked her yeah, at a mall. Yeah, I, stalked, yeah. I yeah. saw her in a parking lot. I saw this wonderful vision walk by. <laughs> it was like out of those movies. It was like, I have to meet that person. So oh, that's so good. Ran through this mall trying to, because the, the only thing that made it possible was I saw she was wearing a name tag. So I thought, oh, she works at this mall in yeah. Sound. So I spent a couple hours going through store to store to store trying to find this employee. And lo and behold, she was in a woman's clothing store. So I had to come up with a, a story about buying a present for my sister. And uh, yeah, it took him good. a long time to find a present for his sister. He kept coming in week after week. And I'd be like, he still like, hasn't found anything. But um, yeah, the funny thing was, is that uh, the, the minute I saw him, I was just like, I knew there was something uh, special about this guy. And I, I got very nervous when, I, when he first walked in and I had to like disappear to the back room and <laughs> pretend I was being busy and stuff. And this went on for a long time. And the strange thing is, is I, I, I do, I strongly believe that there's like, there's, you know, fate and yeah. uh, sometimes, you know, these, these connections can bring people together and, and you feel these these crazy emotions when you first meet somebody who you were destined to be with. And that was definitely the case with Steve because this was going on for, he was walking into my store and I kept on disappearing. I was getting all nervous, didn't want to speak to him. And uh, and then uh, this went on for about a month or so. And then I had to go visit my cousin in Ireland and I was kicking myself because I still hadn't <laughs> talked to this guy. And uh, 
and I, but I wanted to, I wanted yeah. to. And, um, and so I'm in Ireland and I'm talking to my cousin about, um, this guy who, you know, kept coming into my store and stuff. And she was just like, I don't understand. So are you dating him? I'm like, no, no, but I want to. And she was just like, you're daft. Like what's have you wrong with you? Him? No. you haven't even talked to this guy. I'm like, <laughs> when no. was the last time you saw him? Six weeks ago? Yeah. And she's just like, oh my gosh, you're crazy. And little did I know that I would end up marrying this guy, but oh, uh, that's cute. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was funny. So I finally got, he got the nerve to come up into the store and, uh, he left me a letter and fortunately he, he signed his full name and he let, when he left his phone number. And so, um, one of my coworkers actually used to horseback ride with his sister. So she gave me the whole load and she's like, Oh yeah, I know Steve Milne. He's, I went to school with his sister and horseback ride with her and, track and her, his, his brothers, he plays basketball. His mom works at the women's shelter. His dad's a doctor. I'm like, okay, he's good. Check mark. Check, 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 check. We're good. Yeah. That's awesome. So I ended up calling him and we went out for tea and uh, we hit it off right away. And Oh, beautiful. I can feel your energy. Yeah. I, I can already feel your energy. And, and I, I just looked in briefly a, a bit about you on, on your website. And my goodness, uh, your talents and your career is outside of this vision that you have here in this beautiful property. And Steve, uh, you're tied to the movie industry as a producer, director, etc. Yeah, um, I, I started out, I wanted to be a, a movie director, but uh, I was sorry, I wanted to initially be an actor. That's what I wanted to be. But then I was entranced by being the director, like where you get to sit behind the scenes and make it all happen. Yeah. Uh, but then I quickly realized that wasn't for me, so I ended up doing documentary work overseas, and then I came back to Canada and uh, did some uh, comedy work with CBC, and then I sort of found a middle ground of doing home renovation television. So just wow. finished my, one of my last days on Property Brothers yesterday. So Beautiful. Wow. You're, yeah. you're a busy guy. Yeah. Well, it's all for this place. I mean, yeah. I, I, I do, like, I, I'm good at it. I enjoy it. Yeah. My passion is here and being, you know, with this place and having, you know, being your own boss, coming up with all these crazy ideas and being with your family Absolutely. are the most important. It is. It is addictive. It's a tough life being yeah. an entrepreneur. Yeah. It really, really is. Well, and Suzanne, and, and, and your passion for aesthetics and... Yeah. Oh, that's a new passion. That just came up about five years ago. Um, It's amazing. I actually, I started off in the fashion industry. Okay. Um, That's what I went to school for. And um, we kind of fell into this. This wasn't something that we had decided. It was kind of one of those desperate times calls for desperate measures scenarios because this house was in really bad shape when we first came here. Mm -hmm. Um, So Steve and I, um, shortly after we started dating, we kind of knew, it was about six months in, we knew we were going to get married. Um, we started kind of talking about those plans and stuff and um, Steve really wanted that to happen here so he brought me to the farm to to see the place and of course <laughs> if you had seen this place in 1997 when we came here I you, you would know that I really love Steve a lot <laughs> because you could like well, well, the house. thing is you could see that you could see you could see the place in pictures, but you could not smell the place. The place was, it was horrible. You would have to, it was just, the smell was just unbelievably bad. But um, this room, this room here that we're sitting in was the inspiration for everything. Cause this is the only room in the house that was untouched by cats. The entire house was destroyed. The, the rest of the house was falling apart and it was in such bad shape. But this room 
was magnificent. And, um, that's and the I, magic, eh? That's, this, this was their inspiration, the inspiration yeah. to kind of save the house because mm-hmm. it was at, at the point where it, it probably would have been demolished. Um, had we not stepped in and so we decided to take on the daunting task of fixing it up and being like just engaged recently engaged um, we decided that we were going to have our wedding here and we were going to invest the money we would have spent in having a wedding into (laughs) fixing up this house instead so putting it into investment so I had the skills, so I was able to make my own dress for 50 bucks in fabric. Beautiful. Um, Had a roadside wildflower bouquet, just, you know, goldenrod and whatever else was in season at the time. And um, we had a potluck. And we put all of the money into fixing up this Mm -hmm. place. And... uh, and then we we didn't let anyone come in the house. Like we had our cer- our ceremony in this room, mm-hmm. but everybody came in through this side entrance, yeah. and we had a garden wedding. But nobody was allowed to kind of go into the main parts of the house because that was the parts that were scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we took a um, three years after to slowly kind of plug away one room at a time. So we were both working outside of the house. I was working in a sweatshop. They, they do exist in this area. <laughs> and Steve was uh, working in Toronto. And uh, you actually had your own well, film still, company I'm at the time. I was still doing the tail end of the documentary. Yeah. So I was still going overseas and leaving poor Sue here alone. Yeah. While I was over doing crazy work in Africa and the Philippines and yeah. flying over for six months and shooting these crazy, you know, social issue documentaries and then coming back here. Oh, I'm back yeah. in Canada. Wow, you, you, so, ama- you amaze me with your, your dream and um, bringing it here. It brings up the question for me. And I feel like you've maintained or preserved some history so valuable to this community. Um, is this designated something? Is there somewhere where you can be recognized? Because it's almost that you're really maintaining, you're keeping history intact here. Yeah, and unfortunately, we, we have a, a provincial plaque, but um, but no, um, we haven't had any help because we are for profit. Yes. So um, it's been all on our own. Uh, we haven't had any assistance or, you know, in any time. And, and it has been a struggle for sure. Like we've tried desperately to keep this place afloat in the early years. It was very hard because we are so far away from the downtown core. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows, even like you. Amazing. Still, yeah, they don't um, know and, it's here. And yeah. And, and we still get that to this day. A lot of people don't know we're here. And that's because we are so, we're close enough to town, but we're still far enough away that it, you're you're isolated. Well, you think from, it's far, farmland, yeah. like, like you naturally yeah. would as you're driving, and and you don't focus. You're just going down that right. that highway straight, uh, you know, to Angus or wherever, or Borden, and yeah. it just flies right by you. So, I can see that. And, and on that note, working so hard to bring in all your visions and entrepreneurship. On, on bringing services, you have so many magnificent services here, uh, and and let's just emphasize a pre-COVID scenario. Um, um, you offered so many things: a spa, um, you know, weddings, dinners, events. Yeah. It just went on and on and on. And and I look back a bit on the history: all your you know, wine tasting, Scotch tasting. 
some really funky different events. You feel like you're, it's a Toronto event and yeah. it's right here in Alliston. Well, that's exactly uh, what we kind of consider ourselves being. We're like your small town venue with big city events. It's oh, amazing. Um, and we are a boutique B&B. Um, we, we are bigger than your average B&B um, and we're not like, you know, retired <laughs> we've been yeah. doing this since yeah, we, we were in our 20s people show up and they're like oh so do your parents run this place yeah. they're like oh, yeah. i've been here for 20 years now they're yeah like, what people get really uh <laughs> they, they can't believe it that we've been doing it for 23 years but um wow but yeah i mean i mean we 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 had that youth um playing in our favor yes. when we first started this all up so so it, so it evolved and what came first was it the bed and breakfast first or yeah. what sort of evolved in yeah. all these beautiful services that you've created here or was it weddings right after your wedding well it was actually um i i was i i became pregnant with my first daughter mm -hmm. and that was and i wanted to be able to stay at home because steve was was working in the city yes and i thought well let's Let's try a B&B. It was actually Steve's mom, and she had a friend. Uh, they came to stay with us, and her friend owned a B&B, and she gave us the idea. So she came to stay, and they said, wow, this would just make an amazing B&B. And we thought, well, let's give it a try. <laughs> so we registered her business name, and um, we made up some brochures, went into the local chamber. Diane Gaston was working there at the mm -hmm. time. She was, um, and so she uh, said, well, I kind of heard rumors about that place. Do you mind if I come and take a look at it before I refer people? <laughs> and I said, for sure. So we had only done a, a couple of rooms at that time. Um, so she came out to see what we had and she came and she saw this room here and she was just like, this is incredible. Mm -hmm. uh, do you rent it out? And so we just kind of looked at each other and said, uh, yes, <laughs> we do. So quickly got on the phone and started calling around town and like, what do you charge for a room rental? And called her back and she's like, fantastic. Um, you know, like to book it. My mom, I think it was her mom's 80th. Uh, and she said, I, you know, I won't book it. It's all local people. They all came. Everyone started talking. Next thing you know, we're getting people. Do you do weddings? Do you do birthday parties? Do you do business meetings? And oh. so it kind of fell yeah. like it just started going from I, there. I think that's like, that's been the key. It's like, do you do this? It's like, uh, yes. Now I do. Yeah, yeah I do. And now the most recent thing, doing a circus, yeah. it was just, I had a surreal moment just sitting out there going, my goodness, if you had told me that. that we would be running a circus in our lawn here, it really is like, yeah. I mean, but we've done pretty much every other, if you name it, we've probably had, we it, have had like, you know, any, yeah. we've had dinner theater, we've burlesque had musical shows. theater, burlesque shows, <laughs> funeral services, weddings, Unbelievable. Uh, like, Baptisms, birthday parties, you some name of the crazier it. Stuff. You name it. We've done it, and I, we used to have like we've had healing retreats, um, yoga retreats, um, the birthday all sorts parties. of stuff. And that, I mean, this—that's how we're going to retire. We're going to have New York Times bestseller because <laughs> yeah, all the stories that we have in here. <laughs> yeah, no, I could imagine. <laughs> Twenty-three <laughs> years of of, of uh, stories. And sometimes the history really comes back in strange ways. And this is just one tiny example. So there was a woman who Joy Gilbert. I'm thinking of her grandfather passed away in this house at an event. And it was a huge moment for their family. And then, but it was always this place that they, they still really loved and they kept connected to, but again, drifted away from for a year, you know, many years. And then they came back here and she wanted to have her 60th birthday party here because this is, was a, a huge moment for her family. Mm -hmm. But not only that, but she wanted all her pets to accompany with her. So she had her, uh, her, uh, 
taxidermy peacocks adorning our, adorning our walls and they had a peacock theme to the whole birthday party and we were just like wow this is pretty weird yeah we've got a lady whose grandfather passed away here and now she's decorating our house with peacocks that used to be her pets yeah so wow. a lovely lady and an amazing she was party amazing and but it, it, she was also um it was right around christmas time and she was jewish and uh, so we had already decorated all for the the Christmas parties and stuff that she we were having. Weeks doing that. Yeah. So I it took it takes me two weeks literally to get all yeah, these yeah. Christmas decorations. So it was all like Christmassy. And she said, "Do you mind if we take the Christmas decorations? <laughs> take it all down and, put and I had, peacocks." <laughs> and I actually, I honestly, I I had to leave the house. I said, "Okay, sure." So I actually went all the way to the water tower and I screamed so loud. <laughs> and then I came back and said, "Yep, no problem." We'll get those down. Customers number one yeah. all the time, right? <laughs> Craziness. So, yeah. boy, it sounds. So sorry, some of them not fit for the podcast. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Uh, it's amazing. I can I can really feel your journey and and you know uh, all those battles. You're 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 leaping over barriers. All these wonderful services that are coming to play with this vision you had for this property and like all of us, I think, have gone through. Uh, uh, a big change. The world has changed. I mean, it's it's old news, boring news, but we have to keep listening to the news, right? Um, and it's been painful for very many, for very, very many. And I can only imagine what you've gone through, uh, listening more to how you evolved and brought your business services together. And I can envision a full summer of bookings. I can envision everything here. And boom. COVID hits. Um, tell us a bit on, on how you dealt with that. I, I think we have to all be strong together. But yeah, I think that's, um, it, was, it, was, it was devastating. And I mean, it was, I think, particularly for the hospitality industry because yeah. it yeah. involves so many gatherings of people, right? Yeah. And a lot of people have booked years in advance and paid deposits. So right away, we had to, you know, not only stare down, oh, we're not going to make any money this year. It's like we have to give have up to what little we have left to everyone. And like, tens of thousands of dollars going back and it's just like oh my goodness and then you know and then it was just kind of a couple months of like everyone just sort of staring at walls and it was kind of weird walking around our place like it was actually our home because we just yeah. live in a tiny little yeah. apartment in this place where yeah. uh whereas this part sort of kind of where we come to work and then yeah. now we were just walking around in pajamas eating potato chips going, <laughs> all right <laughs> I mean, if anything, it was the place you want to be if it's going to be like, you know, some apocalyptic kind of end of the world scenario because right. we had, you know, we've got generator power, we got lots of space to move. And, mm -hmm. and but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it was devastating. We were, we were just very distraught with um, the news of having to close down and we did so right away. We acted right away. We didn't delay. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, we were on a roll. Uh, prior to that, yeah. we were doing a lot of events. The Scotch yeah. events were yeah. really taking off, and um, you know, people were really starting to to find out more about yeah. us. Yeah. And uh, you know, so we were planning three, four months ahead of time. We knew exactly what was going on, and and then all of a sudden, bang! We, we started having to like, and everybody wanted, everyone was uncertain as to where we were going with all this. So they all wanted their money back, and yeah, yeah. So it was it was scary. Um, 
And we really are, like, we had to think quickly, like many, and pivot and completely reinvent ourselves. And, and it was tough because it's very, it's a very difficult thing because not only do we live in our business, business but, yeah. you know, like, it, the, we have it, the potential for, for anything coming through here is, is, you know, we have to be extraordinarily careful in mm -hmm. whatever idea we come up with, not only because we're very much in the public eye, but we're trying to do these very different things. So it's like we had to make so many calls to try and figure out what we could do within the parameters. Like, okay, you can't do weddings, you can't do anything else, you can't do anything inside. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what's left? It's like, well, we have a big field. Let's, yeah. uh, let's build a drive-in. Let's build an outdoor patio. Well, let's, yeah. It was funny, too, because we were, while the COVID was happening yes. um, uh, and the isolation was happening, we were actually doing that as a family. We, we were bringing, we had a, right. a drive-in screen outside, and we were actually having, you know, movies out there with our kids just so that they could feel like they were doing something yeah. special. Yeah. And then, you know, we were like, why don't we just do this? Well, Steve was like, why don't well, we like, just I'd do like this, to get this for, for my, my birthday. birthday? I want to get a 25-foot movie screen. She's like, no. 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 <laughs> I said, it's my 50th birthday. <laughs> and so I said, okay. And then it was after that, we, we thought, well, let's, you know, why don't we just share this with the public? Why don't we do a drive-in? You're allowed to do drive-ins now. So... We thought, well, you know, we, we could do it, but let's, and our neighbors are struggling as well, and they've got the Circle Theater. Let's uh, approach them and ask. And Tina was very reserved at first. She was like, oh, I don't know, you know, she was very nervous about it. And we were like, mm -hmm. you know what? It's, we gotta, it's, we gotta do something, or we're all gonna like yeah. Yeah. sink. So she, um, she finally came <clears throat> on board with us, and, and, uh, and it was a huge success. And then we just started thinking, well, how, how else can we like help other businesses? And, and, um, you know, and, and we're also struggling like the, the, the tent rental industry that was struggling as well. They, they, they had all their weddings canceled too. So mm -hmm. we were like, well, let's, let's approach them and see if they'll give us a tent and we can have a patio because we are licensed and we can do that. Mm -hmm. And then let's partner with some local restaurants and, and, uh, and get them Beautiful coming idea. in. Yeah. yeah. So it, there's strength in numbers and, and, uh, it, it was helping, you know, we're thinking if anything, we can, you know, maybe reboot our, our local economy a little and, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. get, uh, get people coming out here. So, yeah, they yeah. really, you know, you, you amaze me, uh, your story because the reinvention of an entrepreneur, it's a 24-hour job and you know throw a pandemic in there <laughs> throw a pandemic in there and your business and everything gets shut down so and what I've seen you do I'm so impressed with the involvement of the entertainment you want to provide like you have evolved right and you have partnered up and um, you know working in pairs and trying to sustain and, and, and make something out of what it is right now. Yes, the outlook might not be there, but we get knocked down and you got to get back up and you are standing so proud. You're up and you're doing it. Um, still with many challenges, but you know, let's speak about these wonderful events and you have an amazing event. Amazing event. Mm -hmm. So I was feeling actually like I was in Italy coming down that road, oh, but yeah. you have, you know, the taste of Italy, the feel of Italy, um, my goodness, right in Alliston, you have a player director, a major director coming in, um, catered food, yeah. a sommelier talking about the wine. Like, listeners, this is Alliston, <laughs> Ontario. Here, this is happening right in Alliston. Yeah. And to boot, 
the director is here to promote his movie that you're showing. Yeah, which is supposed to be in theaters right now. And of course, they couldn't do that. So he's had to release it directly on Netflix or iTunes. And yeah. uh, it's called From the Vine. It was filmed down the Basilicata region of yeah. southern Italy. Mm-hmm. You know, out of Vineyard, it's a story of a gentleman in his middle age that has CEO of a company that has a midlife crisis, goes to Italy, finds his, his family farm in ruins, and decides to reboot it and start a vineyard up. So at this event, uh, so and, and the director was actually, that's where his family's from as well. So yeah. it was very personal for him. And, and uh, so, yeah, and we're going to feature, that's a little secret that's going to be happening. So one of your podcast people will know is one of the wines that we'll be sampling will be uh, from the actual film, like that's at that, from that vineyard. Oh, really? The other ones will be, you know, you'll get substantial wines from, from regions around. Yes, yes, He's going to yeah. tell a bit of the story of this out, but... That one's quite expensive, so you just get a little sample of that one that the uh, yeah. the, the wine expert will talk about. So yeah, we have Trent uh, Mayers, who's uh, from Wine Journeys. He mm-hmm. does these tastings all the time, so he's going to talk about those. And then we have Kim Dermott, a local caterer, who's been researching Italian cuisine. For and it's an Italian meal to boot. Yeah, yeah all Italian, yeah, five, five, five courses. courses. Yeah, wow. five, five courses. Five courses. Yeah. Wow. And then, uh, and then the director is going to talk about making the movie, and then he's going to show the movie, and it's going to be great. It's and, like oh, that's getting fantastic. travel without traveling. Well, yeah. that's the thing, right? We can't go anywhere right now, so yeah. why not bring those experiences to the community and if we can in some way and this is uh so we actually tried this many years ago and um and i think it was we were kind of ahead of our time we we mm-hmm. did a bollywood night, bollywood night where we brought in a bollywood dancer oh my and goodness, uh, really? we, we partnered with a local indian restaurant yeah. and then we watched a bollywood film after in our little theater downstairs and <laughs> and uh you know everyone's talking about how amazing it was but we were only at that time 20, I think, people. 20 people we got so, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, so now we're thinking, well, because we were thinking back then, oh, wouldn't it be great just to do a passport thing where you can just experience all the flavors of these different countries and we bring them to you and we bring mm-hmm. all the entertainment and the, and the, the, the movie and, and the food. And uh, so, yeah, so we're excited that we can actually share this again. And uh, that's a great yeah, scale. It sounds different time. Different <laughs> yeah. and, and yeah. it sounds amazing. And it sounds amazing. Um, I'm just amazed at your journey. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm so proud to be here and and honored to be here in this banquet hall with you. Uh, it's amazing what you've uh, you've put together in a vision and maintained in history in our in our community uh, and with some business vigor uh, as well. Which is not something we we came at you know as as basically very poor artists mm-hmm. you know and uh, so the the business learning curve has oh, been yeah. very very steep and I think only in the last year or two <laughs> do we actually start to comprehend how it works because yeah you, but I mean it's nice when you can apply an art background to a business model which you're still just figuring out like yeah. it, it, you can produce some really wonderful things but. You're, you, it just means it's a long, windy path of mistakes and failures before you get to the point where you're like, I'm very hungry and we can't pay it. Maybe we should do something that's yeah. like business orientated. You know? Oh, wonderful, yeah. wonderful. And uh, so I, I'm, you know, I, I'm going to call it a wrap almost. We're at the end of the show, but, um, you know, all these customers and all these wonderful comments and embraces that you've received over time. Maybe you've seen some of them back again. Maybe you haven't. Um, uh, what would you like to say to the listeners and, and the base of customers and all that have known you during these times in your business and what you've offered this community? Well, the, along with the history of the house, 
the people that we met have also become a tape, part of the tapestry of the story here. And a lot of our guests have become some very close friends of ours. Mm -hmm. We've had one that got married here 15 years ago, and now he's our literally our best customer and one of our best friends. Yeah. Uh, they come every event we do. Oh, they're they're very, supportive very supportive of us. Very supportive. And that's why we do this. I feel like that's the, you know, the whole reason why um, we feel inspired to keep going is because of people like that. You know, they're the ones that that really make us feel like continuing the fight when we're down and, you know, and, you know, a pandemic comes in and decides to, like, knock us down. Yeah. You know, we're, yeah. they're the ones that, that make us feel like, yeah, no, we got to keep doing this because they look forward to coming here and spending their their time here and making memories here and so when we want to run away yeah <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. super well really thank you so much for your time today uh again just an honor i love your story and i know the community will love your story thank you very much okay over and out all right bye-bye